Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Today we're here to talk about poor health decisions versus poor financial decisions. Dallas. Thanks, Michael. This is one of the uh, topics that I have to give a bit of credit to my, my father-in-law for here. We, we often find ourselves having these philosophical discussions about, uh, he's, he's a, a lawyer and has, has been a lawyer for 40 years and we end up talking about different um, <clears throat> situations that you come across as a professional and, and comparing different professions and um, the interaction with clients and, and those sorts of things. And so he's a personal injury lawyer as, as is my, my wife actually. Um, and we're talking about medical negligence claims and so where health professionals have uh, either made a poor, either, either made a wrong diagnosis or done something wrong or made a mistake or, or made an error. Mm. And they can sometimes, it can sometimes be a bit of a gray area um, as to whether the, whether the professional or whether the, the doctor is in the wrong there. But what, I, what we got talking about was that it's very black and white. It's, it's a gray area as to whether the professional is in the wrong, but it's very black and white as to whether the, whether the outcome is good or bad. Mm. So what happens is, is, you know, you go in for a surgery to get your knee fixed, you either have a fixed knee or you don't. If in six months' time you still can't yeah. walk, that's gone wrong. Now, if you come out with the, yeah, with the, the wrong one, the, the wrong knee <laughs> which, replaced. Which, if ever you had a knee surgery, they ask you about 65 times. Yeah, now, we're operating your right knee today, yeah. your right knee today. Yes, yes, right knee today. So that's that's why. It's, you know, that's the, the oldest one in the book, the old mm. neg claim, where they, they've operated on the wrong knee. Or you've gone in for a knee recon and you've come out with a, with the shoulder done or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, it, it's. I don't. This is probably one of those. You know, you talk about podcasts that are like the SBS movie that just sort of drifts off halfway through. And there's no end in sight. I don't yeah. really know what I mean by this. I just thought it was very interesting. The difference between if you make a health decision, you make a decision about your health. Um, in some capacities, there's there's a longer feedback loop, but yeah. generally you have pretty quick knowledge pretty quick. of. So yeah. you, know, you eat something um, that's not good for you. You mm. generally feel pretty ordinary pretty quickly, or you you yeah. know. You you you've got a sore knee. You try something to fix it. The pain either goes away or it doesn't. You yeah. know, you've you've got a very quick feedback loop of that decision was good or bad. I should do more of that or less of that. You know, yep. you 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 go on Christmas holidays and you and you eat and drink for ten mm. days straight and you get back on the scales. There's a very quick feedback loop where you go, yeah. oh, hang on, this isn't going in the right direction. What I think is is very hard for people with financial decisions is that the impact of of a lot of these decisions isn't isn't felt in the short term it's 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 not for 5 10 15 20 mm. 50 years before we really notice the impact of, of of some of the things we've done and so that's um and and as anyone who's who's sort of studied the, the decision making and, and our our ability to develop intuitions about those decisions the reason why it's it's very hard for human beings to make intuitive good financial decisions is because the feedback loop is so removed i i make a decision now <laughs> I then have a negative outcome in ten years' time, 
and and it's like it'd be like if if your dog did the wrong thing and then you roused it in six months time and the dog's mm. going what, what was that for so mm. we make a decision now then something goes wrong in five years time we're not hard our, our brain our instinctive lizard brain isn't good at putting that together we, mm. we really have to um focus on on flowing that back through and going this is this negative outcome has happened now and why is that is, is it is it because of the thing that happened yesterday or is it actually a, th- a choice that I made five years ago that, that, has, mm. that has caused that, that issue? And that's, um, you know, I, I don't really, um, other than to really think that through and, and to try and think it through in advance, I don't know the answer to that. But I guess the takeaway for me for a lot of these things today is, is probably to be aware of, of that and, and the fact that we probably overestimate over, overestimate the mm. the the short term impacts of things, and we underestimate the the long term or, or the the cause and effect of our of our deci- of our financial decisions. I, I think I think uh, I mean what what you're talking about here at the moment is 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 very acute cases. You go yeah. in for surgery, yep. and something's happened, and you can you can almost yep. tell that outcome. What you what you what you don't see go through. The medical negligent courts, yeah, is um, is is, is I, people I, that, for example, yeah. um, have been going to a GP for mm. you know five or ten years, and something just doesn't feel right, yeah, and something they you know they they, they just don't feel that the GP has yeah. a good grasp on on their health or yeah. or um yeah they they things that things are going wrong all the time and then they they they've been misdiagnosed yeah. um nothing that's led to yeah perhaps yeah serious consequences but 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 um the word or the phrase that would spring up at that period of time would be to get a second opinion Mm. i think so so you know quite quickly people would actually go and get a second opinion and it's usually a gut feeling yes in those situations where people go okay something just doesn't feel right um we would encourage people to do the same thing with their their money if only if someone is is advising you yeah um uh, and it just right. doesn't. There's something that doesn't feel right, or it feels too good to be true, or yeah. or, or you just get that that yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um. And, and usually that feeling isn't just a one-off feeling. Either. Nah. It's, it's it's usually okay. We've met with them and and we've got a funny feeling, and then yeah. met again with them. Yeah. You know, and we got the same sort of funny feeling. Something yeah. just doesn't sort of yeah gel right with us. We 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 would say yeah. Um. At that point in time, get a second opinion now. Yeah. We can't offer a medical second opinion. <laughs> Otherwise, we would be. Oh, man, I can give an opinion about anything. We it's would be. We I'm would be before the medical negligence course. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doctors. Um, yeah. But we can offer a financial second opinion. Yeah. So, look, if, if anyone mm. out there listening is, is thinking, mm. if that resonates with anyone yeah. listening, yeah. Um, and, and, it, and a, you, you may not even be under advisement. No, you might, might not even have an advisor. You might be just running your own. Plan no, and just thinking, that we hear, yeah, I'm not too sure. Too sure. Like you have, yeah. you have a couple come in and 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 often say, we 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 saw we sort of think we're on the right track, but we mm. don't know. And 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 you know, we've talked about this before. Where often we have that meeting with people and go, no, no, you are. It's all good. And mm. they go, oh, okay, well, that's that's all right. And that's I've talked about this before. Where the the dangerous thing about um about not knowing is that you don't know until it's too late and mm. that's I guess the point you're, you're touching on there is that if you're 10 years out from retirement and you're sort of not sure if you're doing everything you can or if this decision is going to work well for you if, you, if you're not able to 
to really extrapolate into the future and okay, okay this is where I'm going to be in ten years' time. Is that is that actually what I am I happy mm. with that? Or do I need to make decisions differently now? Is um, yeah, it, it's definitely something that's worth worth looking at now. To I guess to to elaborate a bit on that point as well is that there's often a the not so much the counter to that, but sometimes you might um, have a situation where you're having to you're having to make changes to your financial life, or you're making choices that are painful in the short term, but that are good in the long term. And so again, the similar analogy to the health one there is that if if your diet has been unhealthy for thirty years and and you change your diet to healthy food, it actually doesn't taste good for for quite a while. It takes a little <laughs> while to get into the habit of eating healthy. It and so. It's sometimes hard to, and this is what I mean, the feedback loop thing, it's very interesting because if you were doing something that was easy and comfortable, and, and in, in this example, if, if every week you were just, money came and hit the bank account and you just blew it every week and you didn't think, it didn't give any thought to your future and you didn't know what was going on with your retirement savings and you didn't know how much you need or anything like that, that can be sort of comfortable week to week. And mm. and the feedback loop of, if, if in any one week you... You go, actually, I'm going to be paid $200 into my super fund or I'm going to get my latest statement from my super fund and, and have a look at how that's invested behind the scenes. Any one of those things, the short-term impact of that is, is sort of a bit of pain and you go, oh, that mm. just sounds like a lot of work. I don't want to do that. I'd rather just watch Netflix I don't, or I'd rather take that $200 and, and go to the pub on the weekend. It's, it's really hard because some decisions that you make are short-term pain for long-term game and some of them are as you touched on before where something doesn't feel right and and you should be trusting your intuition it is very it's very hard to get that to to know in advance whether that is is it uncomfortable because it's the personal trainer's yelling at me to run and I don't really don't want to and my lungs are burning or is it this feels uncomfortable because I the way my money's set up or the way that's invested, it isn't right and there's something wrong mm. there and I need to make a change but I just don't know what it is. It, it's often hard to know what the which which boat you're in there. So I, I think, and I guess the only real way to know, and this is, we were just discussing this a little while ago about in our, in our game, when you do financial planning consistently for a long time, your brain starts to develop the ability to extrapolate out 10 years in the future with everything. And, and it's sort of a um, every, every action is viewed, and sometimes this is not not a healthy way to view the world. It is mm. that every action is viewed through a, a utilitarian view of if I did if I did this this thing that I'm proposing to do this week, if I did this every week for the next ten years, how would that impact my retirement, and would that be moving me towards where I need to be or away? And am I do I have enough of a buffer where I can afford to do it anyway? That sort of calculus is, is second nature, I think, only if you develop those reps as as, mm. as we have. And and as and the only other way around that is to really sit down and, and go through each of your decisions that you're making and, and extrapolate out, where does that put me in 10 years' time? And is that moving me more in the... And you don't necessarily need to know the black and white answers here of, like oh, I'm saying here, we've got spreadsheets and we've built this into this. But if every action <laughs> you take, you were just thinking, is this moving me... Closer to my goal or further away, most people, you, you could sort of work it out. Like if I'm putting more money in my super fund every every week, that's probably going to be a good thing for my retirement savings. Mm. Now, how much do I need to put in and should I be putting more or less? Maybe that takes a bit more calculation, but more is going to be, more is going to be, um, more super contributions is going to put me in a better situation. That's a mm. fairly simple feedback loop you'd say there. Mm. Um the other one that I've, I was thinking about with this that gets a bit trickier 
Um, I'm sort of jumping all over the place. Sorry, mate. But we've talked about this before with how you invest your money. Sometimes when, when you invest your money and in a year's time the balance has dropped, sometimes it's because you made a mistake and sometimes it's just because that's a naturally occurring part of the cycle. And, mm. and that's a, another one of those things that if you're not comfortable and confident in your long-term planning, it's easy to overreact to things that aren't really a problem and, and underreact to things that really yeah. are a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Second opinion is the conclusion to this movie, Dallas. <laughs> is it? Because I'm, 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 I'm glad you've got the, This is often happens where I'll just spout about something for 10 minutes, not just on the podcast, just in general. I'll spout about something for 10 minutes and you'll go, that's the answer to if that. It, if it doesn't feel right yep. and either you're seeing a professional advisor now or you're not and you're yep. running your own scenario, yep. Yep. Um, if it just doesn't feel right or yep. you want a second opinion, yep. um, take the second opinion. Yep. And, and look, we certainly offer that second opinion, yep. uh, that one-hour Zoom meeting. It's 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 um, uh, got a low invasiveness level <laughs> in terms of you're in your own home or you're in your own office. We're yeah. in our office. Yeah. Um, you know, we 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 talk about things on the higher level mm. and we look at where you're looking to head to and and why you should be looking ahead there and some of the higher level things that you could be doing if you're not taking advantage of everything within a within a within an hour we can work out yeah. whether yeah. there's some changes that you should or could make yep and um we actually we, we look we leave it in in your court at that point in time so mm. like there's certainly certainly no pressure to become a client of ours yeah. um yeah. uh so if you'd like to take that up at, at no cost nor obligation uh, get in contact with us at podcast at mo50 .com.au. Yeah, I think that's, that's that probably is the, the takeaway from today because, as you say, there is because we do this. We've we've seen this. We've seen this movie a thousand times. You know, we, mm. we've done. We've we have not only have we seen a lot of different. <coughs> uh, you know, we've talked about this before. The length and the breadth of the experiences that mm. we've seen a lot of different people in a similar situation, and we've also seen people who were in this situation 10 years ago and now they're in this situation and and then someone who's 10 years in front of them, if that makes mm. sense. So you can sort of, that feedback loop is, we've kind of got a lot of that in our head because we're seeing if you make this choice, I've got this client who's making this choice now and I've got this client who's 10 years older who made that choice 10 years ago and what's been the outcome for them and how mm. has that impacted their life? So, yeah, I think you're probably right. There's There's really no other than trying to really think deeply about your financial decisions. And I guess so that's, for me, the two takeaways are really trying to think about the long-term impact of your of your choices and, and of, of those day-to-day and week-to-week decisions that you make. And and as you say, if it doesn't feel right, if it's not comfortable, if you're not 100% confident that you are doing everything that hmm. you can be doing or that you're doing everything right, um, feel free to get in touch. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.